Welcome to worship with United Methodist Church, Westlake Village. We're thrilled that you are joining us online on this third Sunday of May. Today is a special Sunday to honor our graduates. As the youth director, I'm very excited to share with you that six of our graduating high school seniors have made contributions to this service, and they will be leading us through readings, messages, and special music. The focus of this morning is the common experience of change and how it presents an opportunity in our journey of discipleship for growing closer to Jesus and embracing the thrill and the challenges that God has set ahead of us. Now, let us center our hearts for worship. We now open up our hearts to God through our Psalter message. This morning's reading comes from Psalm 71, verses 1 through 6 and 17 through 18. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grass of the unjust and cruel. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from my birth. It was you who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to all the generations to come. Let us pray. God of grace and God of glory, come and be known to us in this gathering together. Come and be present in the songs we sing and in the prayers we raise. From the byways of life, working from home, unemployed, home alone, going into the community to serve, trying to do school, from a distance for students and teachers alike, immunocompromised, 
cynical, and or scared, we come to find once again that you are always present and always ready to receive us. As we affirm our faith this day, deepen the roots of our commitment, that we may learn your calling upon our lives. Help us to embrace changes, expected and unexpected, and see how we might follow you through uncertain times. Surround us now with the love and comfort of your Holy Spirit and the direction and redemption of Christ. Hear these prayers for our church community. We rejoice that Steve Blassingame is recovering well, well from his recent bout with the coronavirus, but we continue to hold him in prayer as he goes through chemotherapy treatments. We hold the family of Dee Skells in our prayers as she passed away earlier this week. We pray for those who are struggling with anxiety, depression, fear, and so much more in response to the coronavirus COVID-19. We celebrate that Barry Falk is responding well to his new course of treatment. We continue to hold Dana Sheehan in prayer as her doctors work to discern the best course of treatment at this time. We are so thankful for the news that the cancer has not progressed. We pray for those going through transitions in this season. Closure is difficult with missed opportunities to celebrate and or say goodbye. We pray for our graduates who are missing graduations, for our high school graduates who bring us worship today. We ask you to continue to give them wisdom, comfort their pain from missed sports seasons, final productions, proms, and so much more and be with them as they embark on the next part of their journeys. Remind them that they have a church family that is supporting them along the way. We pray all of these things in the name of the one who taught us to say when we pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
and receive a reading from the Word of God. Today's reading comes from Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 and 7. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in his thanksgiving. Hi everyone, my name is Luke. I'm a senior at Newbury Park High School, 
And today I'm going to be talking a little bit about change, how God's prepared me for change, and how he's worked through my life with change. So times of change are some of the greatest and some of the worst times in our lives. Um, over the last four years, I've learned um, not only how to deal with change, but how to welcome it into my life. So Deuteronomy 31.8 reads, The Lord himself goes before you and he will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. So if this is the case, why should we fear change if we know the Lord's going to be with us every step of the way? I found the people my age might fear change because it may endanger their normal everyday routine. Um, but for me, I found another reason that change is scary or intimidating to me. Um, it's definitely not sitting next to somebody new in English class or having your Wi-Fi router shut down for a day. Um, instead, I fear change is going to pull me away from my faith. Um, and I've even experienced this for a short while. Throughout my high school career, I found myself to be a bit of a nonconformist. Um, I say this because instead of parties, I'd rather be playing video games with my friends, maybe hopping a fence to a community pool for a night swim, or just driving around town late at night listening to music. Um, thinking independently is probably one of the most important aspects of life to me. Um, but at the same time, um, with this mindset, it's kept me socially distant at times. Um, so later in my high school career, I felt more of an urge to branch out, meet new people, uh, maybe become a bit more socially connected with people, um, experience things that I haven't before, um, perhaps just put myself out there a little bit more. Um, I noticed quickly that I became disconnected from my faith, um, and I, I couldn't pinpoint why, but I found myself more distant from God and from regular prayer. I felt myself more distant from reading God's word consistently. So I noticed that I was becoming distracted from asking from the Lord's guidance or help. Um, and I was almost completely disconnected from my faith for a little over a year. Um, and I began to ask myself, at what point could I embrace change while keeping faith a priority? Because at that point, it was a challenge for me. So this challenged me spiritually, um, being able to hand my problems back to God. And it showed me that change was a bit more than what I thought it was. Um, I find change to be God's test or trial of one's faith. Um, because it certainly changed mine a lot and it made it stronger in the long run. On the other hand, change can also be um, an amazing experience in certain cases or in certain uh, periods of people's lives. It can definitely be a good thing, but I found that um, that is also a trial of the Lord. If we're put in a period of time where we're much more lively or happy than normal, um, one may lose focus on the Lord. I've learned that uh, at the end of every amazing day, there's still God to thank, and we can't forget that. So I've learned a lot about change over my high school career. I've learned that um, the Lord's going to go before me, and if I focus on his word, he's going to lead me in the correct path. Um, so now I see change sort of as a work of Christ because it shaped my faith tremendously. Um, and I'm much more embracing of it today because I know the Lord's prepared me for it. Thanks, everyone. I hope you all have a great day. Hi, my name is Will Nonamaker, and for my part of the sermon, I wanted to discuss my transition from high school to college. The college I plan on attending is UC Berkeley, and I want to get into the computer science program. Though this is exciting, it is also nerve-wracking due to the sheer number of times people have told me how difficult and work-intensive the computer science program at Berkeley is. 
No need to worry though, John has agreed to be my personal tutor throughout college. Jokes aside, the theme I wanted to discuss today is how our faith can help get us through changing times. One Bible verse I found applicable to my situation is Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 29 is a letter from the prophet Jeremiah to a group of exiled Jewish elders from Jerusalem. Verse 11 reads, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. The passage is a message from the Lord to a group of elders who have been exiled from their home, but he tells them to not give up. He tells them to create a community and live their lives and wait for their time to come. Even if college will be a new place I'm unfamiliar with, I want to create a community where others as well as myself can feel at home. I would hope that this community is based on faith in the Lord as well as each other. I think that most people, including myself, have anxiety about big changes or new phases in their life. And I think that by being welcomed to a strong community, it can help us get through tough times in college or in life. I also think that this lesson can be applied to our lives, especially now. With COVID-19 and disheartening numbers all over the news, the future seems uncertain, and it's hard to keep our sanity in a positive outlook. Getting through this pandemic is just one of the challenges that life will present to us, and overcoming this obstacle will allow us to grow as individuals and as a community. Though our current situation seems almost insurmountable, I believe that maintaining our connection to God as well as our community will allow us to get through this together. Good morning, my name is Kaylee Jacks. I'm a senior at Oaks Christian High School and next year I will be attending Texas Christian University with a major in nursing. I first want to tell you about my last day of high school. Well, my last in-person day of high school. It was March 13th on Friday and there had been an increase in the number of cases of the coronavirus, which indicated that we would be going online for school and abide by the stay-at-home order. I specifically remember at lunch and after school, my friends joking about it being our last day, saying, see you at graduation. And we would also ignorantly reminisce about how we'd miss the senior parking and never having another senior lounge and all the fun, other fun things we got to do as seniors. But little did we know that that was the last time we would do any of those things. We had so much unplanned change in front of us at that time and none of it was expected. We never expected to finish out high school online. We never expected to have our senior activities canceled, and we never expected our graduation to be online or indefinitely postponed. All this unexpectedness made me upset that I missed out on these things, and I thought that, we could, that these things could only happen during my last semester of high school for them to be special. This unexpected change was something I had no control over, and I had to rely on my faith in order to calm my fears. Another aspect of unplanned change that we experience is something we do have control over. This past year, I was diagnosed with a xenophilic esophagitis, which is a chronic allergic inflammatory disease. After diagnosed with this, I had the decision of how I wanted to treat it. I could take medic medications to suppress my symptoms, or I can change my diet to cut out the main allergens in hopes of remission. I chose to change my diet after plenty of research of where each option would take me. This experience was completely unexpected and changed how I lived my life, but luckily it was something I did have control over. With both situations, 
having no control over the coronavirus, and having control over my body after my diagnosis. There is fear. But how fearful you are is based on your reaction. God's word is one of the most calming things, and I found a couple verses in Ecclesiastes that calm my fears about these situations and may help calm yours too. In Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 4, it reads, There is a time for everything, and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And it goes on to list all the things that there is a time for. The line that really stood out to me is, there is a time for everything. This made me think about the goodness of God. He has a plan for everything, even exactly when they should take place. Knowing this, it calmed my fears about having all my senior activities canceled, but also gave me the knowledge that I don't have control over it and that's okay. A lot of the time, we want to control when things are gonna happen and how they're gonna happen, but ultimately, that is not up to us but we can control how we react to it. Some things are completely out of our control and we need to realize that God has a plan and those things were not meant to happen right now, but they were meant to happen. God doesn't promise us a perfect life that will go exactly according to plan. In fact, he shows us that there is a planned time for all these things to happen. A time to mourn, to tear down, but also to heal and laugh and love and dance again. The church continues to serve its members, friends, and the community through this time of physical distancing. We need your generosity to continue ministries such as the one that has brought you today's worship service, our youth ministry. You can see it is valuable and has had a positive effect upon those in the program. Your generosity makes this and other ministries happen, even during this pandemic. So please, give generously. Note the information on how to make contributions on the screen when it appears. You are encouraged to give electronically or to mail in your donations to the church. Either way, it will support the good works that occur through this place we love, UMCWV. May God bless you through your generosity.
come to the time in our worship where we will be awarding the hard work of our graduates. Our church offered four scholarships this year with a number of deserving applicants. We will take a few moments to award those scholarships now. For Nancy, music was the perfect way to worship God, and it was her privilege to direct the Melody Makers for over 20 years, encouraging her students to grow in their faith through music. My family established the Nancy Phillipson Memorial Music Scholarship so she can continue to encourage young men and women to make music a part of their spiritual growth. There's a statement on the scholarship application that says, please tell us how music relates to your faith. The recipient of this year's scholarship responded, I started singing in church when I was very little in the Sunshine Singers and moved on to Melody Makers and Footprints. These are the places where my love of singing was cemented. My parents always told me that to them I sound like an angel, but I hope that God hears me as pleasing to his ears. Because music inspires her faith, because she aspires to sing in an a cappella group at Grand Canyon University, and because she graduates Newbury Park High School with an outstanding weighted GPA of 4.3, we are delighted to present the Nancy Phillipson Memorial Music Scholarship to Paige Ross. Congratulations, Paige. Nancy would be so proud of you. Please remember her in the years ahead. Good morning. I'm here to announce the winner of the Ray Todd Scholarship for 2020. Ray Todd was a very active member of our church, supporting many activities at the church, including choir, youth, activities, and many improvement programs for the church. He was a mentor to many of our youth for athletics and music, and led many of the activities and improvements for our church. The focus of the Ray Todd Scholarship is to award a student scholar who is both active in community service and in athletics and music. And I am pleased to say that our recipient has excelled in all of these areas. An Eagle Scout that has produced um, many uh, civic projects and supported choir programs at retirement homes, supported activities to improve the Union Rescue Mission and other scouting efforts for the community. He has been accepted due to his excellent scholastic ability to the University of California at Berkeley, uh, my old alma mater, 
and will be studying computer science there. In addition, he was able to participate in the band in his high school for four years, playing both trumpet and French horn, and support the tennis team of his school, playing both singles and doubles. It is with my great pleasure that I can announce that Will Nonamaker, a fellow Eagle Scout, is the recipient of our award this year. Congratulations, Will. Hi, I'm Candace Shehorn, and I'm here today on behalf of the Women's Ministry Council to award a scholarship to a high school senior planning to continue their education through an undergraduate program. This year, the committee selected Jill Sheehan to receive a $1,000 scholarship. Uh, Jill will be majoring in art and design. Jill has had artwork and pottery showcased numerous times, including advanced art and 3D design. She received Employee of the Month from her employer, Dream Dinners, and was honored as a four-year varsity athlete, lacrosse and volleyball. She was an American Sign Language and Advanced Cabinetry and Woodworking Club at Oak Park High. Jill served on the Youth Ministry Council and was a Vacation Bible School leading the elementary age children. She also volunteered for Conejo Free Meal Program. It is our pleasure to grant this award and watch Jill continue to grow in the arts. Hi Kaylee, Courtney Grzeski here. On behalf of my entire family, I'd like to congratulate you on being this year's recipient of the Z Fran Memorial Scholarship. I do apologize in advance for this video. I am not very good at it, and I feel very confident that if you were here, you would be doing a much better job at videoing this. Um, from the essay that you wrote, from the letters of recommendation that were given on behalf of you, I got a true sense of your character. You are an amazing person, and there's nothing but wonderful things that have been said about you. Um, your essay really inspired something in me and um, really reminded me of all that my mother did for those around her in being a nurse, in being a caregiver, in being a mother. Um, she gave of herself and found passion in helping others. And I can see that that is something that you yourself have a passion for. So I hope that you take this opportunity to grow in yourself, grow in your compassion for others, and learn that you are an amazing individual capable of doing remarkable things. I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Congratulations. See ya. It's been an honor and privilege to work with some of the graduates of our community, including the ones who helped lead worship this morning. Aren't they a testimony to God's gift of wisdom to people of all ages, especially through moments of change and transformation? Perhaps we can find inspiration in today's message to trust God with our lives, just as each of these youth have used their faith as a foundation to brave the path of discipleship. As usual, you are invited to join us for virtual coffee hour immediately following this service. And now... Let's receive the benediction. We hope this service has been a blessing to you. Whatever changes you may be facing or anticipating, we hope that you will find comfort in God who is full of grace and ever-present. 
And now receive this benediction, which is taken from the book of Numbers, chapter 6, and is used by Methodist youth groups all over. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.